please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hello, this is Greg McIntyre of McIntyre Elder Law, and this is at the conference table with Hayden and Greg. And Tucker came along too. So this is Tucker. Tucker's son. Tucker's my youngest son. He is. Tell me how old you are and, and what you are and who you are. I'm 12 years old. I'm a student at TJ. And my name's Tucker McIntyre. Okay, and he just wanted to hang out with us today. I think Hayden was talking to him about our subject matter today. He had some, he had some things to contribute, I believe, right? And uh, can I see that, Hayden? So, so uh, I wanted to move it out of the way a little bit. So uh, um, we're talking about memories and memorabilia today, and I wanted to do this because when I meet with clients sometimes, and maybe this week, there was sometimes there's tearful moments about what they what matters most to them. I met with someone this week, and it made me think about what matters most to me. And sometimes it's not necessarily, even though you know there might be a large 100000 in investments or 300000 in investments. Many times, to seniors, it's the little things that matter. It's the stuff that's in your house. Mm-hmm. The stuff. Mm-hmm. S-C-H-T-U-F-F. That's important stuff. stuff. Yeah, stuff. really important stuff, okay? So, and that you want to leave your children or grandchildren. And I started thinking about things in my house that when I touch them, bring me exactly back to the time and place. Like, I should have brought my baseball glove. Yes. I meant to this morning. I left it. And uh, because... The baseball glove I had in high school, I st- it'll take me back to the smell of cut grass and, um, you know, many years on the baseball diamond and how much I loved and missed it. Or I'll look back through photo albums, you know, and it's just, you get lost in those oh. moments. And those things carry so much... Sentimental value. Sentimental value. Exactly. That's right. Carry so much sentimental value with them. I bet Tucker's even got something of sentimental value that he owns. Do you have anything of sentimental value that you want? Uh, let me think. Yes. Uh, in third grade, Miss Jones, she was my teacher. She's a great teacher. She's my favorite teacher. So in third grade, we spent the night at the zoo, and we all, so we all had this thing that there was an animal paw print in it. You gotta talk, talk to them. Talk yeah. louder. Uh, when I was in third grade, I had Miss Jones, my favorite teacher, and we went. We spent the night at the zoo, Greenville Zoo. I bet you they can't hear you. I spent the night with you at the Greenville Zoo. No, you didn't. I didn't? No. Did anybody go, or did you go by yourself? I went by myself. Oh, okay. Oh, I've been to some science place overnight before, where we pet sharks and stuff. That was, uh, that was Cub Scouts. Oh, was that Cub Scouts? Yeah, we spent okay. the night at the museum. Okay, night museum, time. that's right, okay. Um, so at the zoo, they had these things where an animal had like stepped in it, and so we we added like cement and stuff and painted it, 
and it says your name and stuff. And it's really cool because it's the animal paw print, and it's hard, and you can, like, it doesn't, like, wear out. You can just keep it. And so I've kept that since third grade, and it's really cool. And you'll probably keep it as long as you can. And if, when you look at it, you'll remember that. And when you think about it, you remember that whole event, don't you? Mm -hmm. And that has a story, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. Um, I think those are the most important things that we can pass on, are our memorabilia items and our stories. Now, money makes things happen. Sends kids to college, right? And so that's important to pass on, too. And we do that here at McIntyre Elder Law. But... But the sentimental things, the little things, really you want to develop a mechanism to pass those on. So that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Didn't you tell Hayden, Miss Hayden, um, what did you think that I would want to pass on? Or you Was it what you would want, what he what would want? What you would want most of yours. Of mine? Yes. What would you want most of mine? Your money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At least you're honest. Just kidding. I, want, I wanted that uh, Mickey Mouse thing. It's like this stuffed animal that you've like kept, and it's like really cool. The stuffed animal of Mickey Mouse that I've had that has the little, if you pump the hand, like the legs walk. I didn't know that. Yes, if you pump the hand, the legs walk. Cool. It's an old Mickey Mouse that I had when I was a kid. And the second I see it, I remember being a kid, you know, and seeing that thing, you know. Cute. Or the weird leather E.T. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. I remember those things. It was a weird leather ET. And my parents bought me a leather ET because they were told that I was allergic to stuff. So I had to have like a leather stuffed animal. So I got no love from the puffy stuffed animals. This oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the canvas ET or whatever it was. So sad childhood. I was, I was a <laughs> sad childhood. Yeah. I was a neglected <laughs> child. Leather glove and a leather ET. It's just a white room with nothing but a leather ET in me. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, those things take you back, you know, when you were a kid or, or back to many moments. Some things can be sad, like a love letter, you know, from back in the day or something. They might run across. Yeah. Not that I would ever do that. But uh, what about you, Hayden? Well, I brought several things. I don't know that, that they fall into the same category as some things that I didn't bring. My father uh, made me a bedroom it's a chest of drawers, a chest of drawers and a bed, and he made it from scratch from raw wood, and he made me a Celtic harp, which I have not yet learned to play. A Celtic harp. A Celtic harp. It's beautiful. The wood is beautiful, and yeah. He made my mother a, a five foot harp. He was very creative and That's very cool. talented. I think about the little things that bring back memories to me. I've collected shells from all but three states in the United States. Uh, Alaska, Texas, and Vermont. And so for Vermont, the one that has that little bitty space of land that touches the sea, mm -hmm. somehow I've gotten to the states above and below it, but not that. And uh, one of the things that I collected in the Bahamas was this. And you can't touch it, but it weighs almost nothing. Feel that? It's very fragile. It's 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 like a sand dollar, but it's more fragile than a sand dollar. And I, when I was in the Bahamas, I met people who were shellers and, and beachcombers, and met a lady who that told really me cool. where to get these things. This was, it was so fragile that when you touched them, it crushed, you know, into nothing. Mm -hmm. 
And what you have to do is actually dig the sand out from under it and lift it up like that. And this is the only one that I have left. I have three. And you have to know where to find them, and you have to get them at a certain tide level. So I worked for this one. And for those who don't know, you lived about two years on the sea, didn't you? Uh, well, I lived on a sailboat. We we made crossings, you know, to the Bahamas and right. uh, went up and down the waterway. But we stayed uh, mostly in in the Abacos and the uh, Exumas Bahamas. And uh, so I collected some shells there, but I've always like collected shells. It was huh? it, it was not, it's not for Thank everybody, you. but I oh, I was meant for that life. But I meant more for children and grandchildren. So here I am. Gotcha. But I, that's something. And, and here's one other thing I collected in the Bahamas. I collected conch. We ate them. And to get them out, there's a little hole right here. You'll find a lot of them that you see in stores where you claw, do a claw hammer and cut a hole and release the little creature, the conch, out of there. And they are nasty to clean, but they are really the most unique tasting food I've ever I've tasted. had conch. Kind of a little really rubbery, good. little rubbery. Yeah, but what you have to do, you have to take one of these uh, mallets with the points on them, mm -hmm. and you have to pound it until it's as thin as lace. That's the only way to eat it, otherwise you're going to be chewing for a long time. Right, right. But this, yes. this is really important to me, because it's when my children and I moved into a house, it was after a marriage, and we're still friends, but it, I wanted peace, and no fighting, and no arguing, and this is Latin, and it, what it means is, small house, great peace. And I have had that for, let's see, 40, about 40, about 50, 50-something 50 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been in every one of my homes, and I've lived by this. And everybody who lives in my home lives by this. We're going to have peace. We can have all arguments, but we're going to have peace. Sure. Can we Yes, you want to know about George? Yes. Um, Who's that? George Washington. So, George Washington's great-great-grandchildren, you know what they have? No, what? Tell them. They had his teeth. That's what they wanted. That was their memorabilia? Yeah. His great-great-grandchildren have his teeth? Mm-hmm. Are his real ones or his false ones? No, that's just a joke. That's not real. No? No. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yeah. That's, that's pretty horrible. So why is that one important yeah. to you, Amy? Uh, I've always been somewhat politically Political. inclined. Yeah, I was at age 22, the registrar in my precinct. Right. Um, uh, and, but later on, after childbearing and child raising and all these things that distract you from things more important than buying groceries and uh, taking kids to sports, um, I became aware of some things that really bothered me that were going on and went to a rally in Washington. And the first store I went into I saw this, and George Washington's always been a figure in history that was important to me. I admire him greatly. I've read a lot about him, and there may be some that are more gallant and more heroic and, and more passionate, but he uh, exemplifies that very well, and I saw that and bought it, and it just reminds me every day that I care and that um, I love my country. Okay. One more thing. One more thing. This is my Irish Santa. My grandson has red hair. It's subtly red, but it's red. And he told me one day he didn't like it. And I showed him the Santa and I said, that is a gift from your ancestors who are Irish. And they came over here. They were hard workers. They established you know, themselves and they worked hard. 
And I said, this is important that you remember where you came from, and that's a signal or a sign of where you came from. And so he likes this. So he will someday, this will be his. Cool. So, so that's it. All my toys. I brought, I just took a couple of things I had in the office. This is a picture of me in the military when I was 21, when I graduated from a training school in uniform, which is pretty cool. Well, you went around the world in that uniform, didn't you? Man, I have. I did. I've been around the world. Yes, I have. And a project that I worked on for a company, a tech company, when I first got out of the military. That thing, you know, where I made the inside cover of Newsweek, okay? Those things really matter. Yeah. And my, you know, I've got baseball gloves at home and pictures and albums of different things. You know, my diplomas on the wall, mm -hmm. I guess, matter a little bit. I put a lot of work into those. Yeah, uh, yeah that matters. A lot of work, matters, a lot of money. A little bit. A lot of time. It is worth a lot of money. Still paying it back. So, so how do we pass these things? How, how have you seen people pass on memorabilia like that? Well, my mother's trying to pass on her things now, and I can't take them. It just doesn't seem right. You know, I, you know we'll take them after she passes them on to me. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I've seen people fight over the most apparently insignificant things, but it might have been Grandma's tea kettle. That's what she made day tea in every day of her life, and both of the sisters want it. Or Grandpa's old shotgun that he used to hunt with. And there are ways to stop your children from fighting. I would rather they be mad at me in the grave than each other alive. So how are you going to tell your kids, look, I want you to have the Irish Santa. This, per this child has the Irish Santa. This child has the George Washington bus. I really didn't give a lot of thought to that. I just always thought, well, Princeton, this is yours. You know, you can have right. it. And you hope they get it. Sure, sure. And uh, But now I've uh, just... We were talking about this this week. Have decided I need. I have seen people put yard sale stickers on the back of paintings and pictures, and on furniture. I've seen people do that. Put kids or grandkids' name on. Oh, I thought you were selling it in yard sale. Okay, so you're just identifying that. I've seen people identify memorabilia, mm -hmm. other things, personal property, small, non-titled assets, not the house, not the car. Mm -hmm. But just everything in the house, write something like on a sticker and put mm -hmm. it on there. I've heard of that. Yeah. And I've also heard of people who put information on the back as to where it came from. Mm -hmm. uh, if it had some kind of significance, if it was an original That's, that's a smart thing. thing to do. Yeah, because it may be something very valuable that to someone else. You can see art in museums if you found that in someone's house and did not know it was painted by Picasso or Gauguin or somebody like that. It's going to the art sale. So, you know, it's always There's nice There's been famous paintings, or mm -hmm. very expensive paintings sold at yard sales before. Absolutely. Speaking of George Washington and yard sales, I got this, like, George Washington painting painting at a yard sale. You did? It's, is that still in your room? Yes, and I don't know if that's, like, if that's... An valuable. original or not? That's, like, an original, but it's really cool, and it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like it's new. Okay. Maybe you can get it checked out sometime. I'll tell you what we do. With our wills, we have something called a personal property memorandum. Okay? I'll show you a little bit about what it looks like. So it's a personal property memorandum. 
and it would have the person's name on it. And you would be able to write the description of the tangible personal property item, the person who's going to receive it, address and relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So my son Tucker and your address because you're going to have to move out of the house at some point, okay? And then if I want my wife to get it, and I only want Tucker to get it if my wife predeceases me, passes first, then I put a star right there. And we furnish several pages. If you got a lot of stuff, we'll give you as many pages as you need. You can come back and get pages. And we found that's a really nice way to pass personal property. Now we have a, a clause in our wills that is the distribution of personal property by memorandum by tangible personal property by memorandum. And it directs your executor to distribute all your small personal property items, really sentimental items, by this memorandum. And you, you just put that right with your will. So that's a neat way to do it too. I think so. Okay? Yeah. And I think that our clients really like that. Okay? And especially the wives. Yeah, I, I noticed at one of the signings we yeah. had, it was like, oh, it's like that's a great idea. That's it right. really is. That's right. So that's how we do it. And, you know, there certainly are other large items that you can save and pass to, like your home. And we have different strategies for that, like trust or ladybird deeds for the home. And we have trust for like we talked about last week, and the Medicaid Asset Protection Trust, which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun at the golf course. Yeah. That was short. We're coming to you from the hurricane today, live from the hurricane. So. What is this for? That's for if you want to put a star there. Then it would go to your wife or your husband. If they were died before you, it would go to whoever you named here. Okay. So that's how that works. You're still getting used to you with glasses, by the way. Yeah. You yeah. should keep these. These are your first set of glasses. Oh. And the first dollar you make from your first job. If you think I of other things that you want to say, the things I wish. So I just wanted to just wanted to talk about memories and mem yeah. you know and mementos, memorabilia, and you know, memento. Um, and uh, Tucker was here talking about what he thought he had won of mine. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'll give you my Mickey Mouse, okay? Cool. I, I think it's in my closet. And I've got a BB gun that's really cool, too. Cool. That my grandfather bought me, because my parents wouldn't buy it for me. They wouldn't buy me a BB gun, because they were afraid of what I'd do with it in our neighborhood. Mom's a sling, though. Is Mom, she? Yeah, she doesn't want me to have a BB, a BB gun? gun. We should go shoot mine. Well, maybe now, because I'm older, but I don't really We should go somewhere other than where we live and shoot mine. Okay, we'll do that, all right? Yeah, that would be fun. All right, we'll go do that. You got to the shooting range. I think it's $5 for the year or something. You fill out a little form. And... I don't know if I've got to go to the shooting range to shoot my people. No, but it's just an open place, a yeah. safe place. Good place to learn. Because you have to take a little, you have to watch a video. Yeah. It's about gun safety. Okay. So. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us at the conference table. It's been Greg and Hayden at the conference table. And 
talking about mementos and memories, okay? Yeah. And how to pass it. And Tucker. And Tucker. And Tucker. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. See you next week. What are we talking about next week? Well, I don't know. I'm supposed to come up with a topic. All right, the we'll debates. come up with a topic for next week, okay? Yeah. The debates. The debates. Let's have a debate next week. All right, Tucker and I are going to debate next week. There you go. We're going to debate. We need to get some podiums or something, okay? Okay. We're going to debate. It'll be like Trump and Trump and Hillary. Yeah. Life is busy. We all know. We put off planning till things get slow. Tomorrow's never promised. Today, don't get too busy and let it all slip away. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Foundational planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed. If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. State planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till